the one, the only, Ian Crimsix Porter. They might want to win one championship. For me, it's I want to win everything and there's no end in sight. What good or bad do you see currently in the landscape of Call of Duty coaches? All bad. There's, you know, beef between me and Rambo. I don't think he ever beat me. And now he's the one yelling at me. People don't understand how difficult that is. You kind of, in, in my opinion, and I think the opinion of a lot of fans, yeah. kind of abruptly decided to end your career. Yeah. What went behind that decision? And were there other offers on the table? Was it more of a choice or were you forced out? Um, why did I get nothing? Like, I got no celebration. Not even a tweet. Yeah. I got nothing when I retired. That makes zero sense unless there's something else going on. Like Scump retiring, mm. right? I have all of my accolades. Every single thing is better than his. They're trying to find a way to cope to say that he's better than me or I'm not the best. That whole storm dude was like, he retired. I'm not gonna lie, I was happy. Will there ever be a return to Call of Duty? Exclusive episode seven. Look, I could only bring you the best. Ain't no peasant shit. Today, he is synonymous with the best, the greatest Call of Duty player to ever touch a controller, an icon in the scene, an icon in the esports community, and now deciding to take on the world of racing. We have the one, the only, Ian. Crim6 Porter. Hey, I appreciate that. How you doing, bro? I appreciate that. Usually people hit me with the, uh, you know, one of the goats. No, 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 no. Yeah. They, the hey, I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, I, I, that I appreciate one. that. You know, freaking salute over here, dude. 10 seconds later. For, 40 minutes, right? Flew across the world for 40 minutes. Pretty much. Hey, that's a little... No way, I just broke the couch. I saw that lift, and I don't know how... I've never seen that no happen once. No fucking way, I, I just broke the couch. I'm, I'm not going to say anything, but Krim may have just oh, snapped dude. the couch in half. Dude. Uh, that's never happened to any other guests, but if... Um, I'm 260, bro. Are you actually 260? No. Oh, 240. Okay, okay that, that's respectable. Yeah. 260, I was like, but you must be fucking hiding it somewhere. Yeah. Buffness. I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, Saudi Arabia... Was fire. Yeah, cool. Um, probably the most extreme place I've been to a, for a gaming tournament. Right. So. Just uh, out of curiosity, you know, I want to tie it back now. Because, yeah. you know, the, we're jumping to F1, you know, the 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 the, the racing side of things, right? Yeah. Going back to COD, man, you've had, you're the, you're the greatest, right? I'll give you, I'll give you the goat crown. You're the MJ. Yeah. You're the Tiger Woods. You're the greatest all around, okay? What do you think separated you from everyone else? Well, I would say, who's that? The best way I can put it, the have you ever heard that story of like, I forget his name, the CIA guy that did a bunch of podcasts that's got like the long. The brown dude? Yeah. I know you're talking about the spot. So have yeah. you heard him talk about, like, I think it was him, but it was, like, Delta Force wrote, like, uh, a word where it was, you know, the, the most important thing to them was, I believe it was discipline, hmm. right? The most important thing to me is awareness. Hmm. 
So it's like, dude, if you don't if you don't have the awareness to recognize a problem, right, or an issue, or where you're good, where you're bad, where you're strong, where you're weak, right, and if you can't recognize that in the first place, then you you're limiting the fuck out of yourself. Mm. Like I had the awareness to realize, hey, we just won a tournament, that was great, right, but we don't we, this whole past tense shit. I don't do that, you know. The, like, success is sort of, it's always used in the past and also in the in the future, right? But there's only, like, one, one second, one moment where you actually have success in the present. Mm. And so throughout my entire career, I've been, like, focusing on that. Like, hey, I, I want to win this tournament, right? But the moment we leave that stage, you know, we might celebrate for a day, right? But on Tuesday, if you're slacking, like, I'm yelling at you. Mm. So it's sort of like a memory wipe. You know, just being able to forget your success will make you successful in the future. Mm. So I always I always said this in interviews. It's like, dude, you know, if I... If I had 38 trophies behind me every day I played, I guarantee you I wouldn't get to 39th, mm. right? And I feel like people sort of always just toot their own horn. Like, they always want to relive their good moments, but they don't really realize that, like, hey, we can make another one. Mm. There, there's, there's more. Right. And it's sort of the, the awareness and the discipline to basically, you know, make shit happen. Right. So I, I I would say also that in Call of Duty, I'm probably the best teammate. Mm. Whether whether you like me or not, right? Whether you think I'm an asshole or a or a fucking angel, right? <laughs> you know, an angel or a devil, right? At the end of the day I'm gonna I'm going to try to get you to extract the most out of you. Mm. So that was sort of that was sort of my specialty. Mm. In in 38 championships, in that time you've had a uh, you know, a multitude, a range of teammates, right? All around yeah. from young guys to veterans to guys at your same, you know, similar level to you, same money yeah. years. Um with this kind of mindset you come in with, what do you look for? And how do you identify uh, the type of people that you want to play with and if they will give you that same kind of energy back? How do you form a team like that? I, I look to see who they are as people mm. because, you know, the whole attitude is contagious, right? You don't want to be around people that, that are okay with 50%, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, that's, that's the worst thing possible. How how has that changed from young, you know, your 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 youth in the career when you're again yeah. keeping with guys that you don't maybe don't have that kind of pull and respect level, yeah. And then compare that to maybe the close of your COD career where you know you are Crim Six, you are the goat. Yeah. People know you for that, so you, people come in with that level of respect. How is that? Um, how do you check that 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 ego and how do you make sure that they? Uh, it honestly got annoying. Yeah. What do you mean? Like. This is, see, this is the shit that's always conveniently left out. 
of mm. discussions whenever people are like roasting me or talking shit about like past teammates uh -huh. talking shit about me at the end of the day one of the main things i always fucking say is hey if i'm doing something wrong you tell me if i'm slacking you tell me mm. if i'm shitting the bed like tell me okay like gameplay wise i want you to anything you see that i'm doing that you don't like i want you to tell me mm. you know and but but also on the other side of things and it's like hey dude if i'm making you upset or you don't like how how much we have to play right i don't want to fucking hear that mm. i don't want to hear that because it's like hey are you telling me that well you know when i hear that right are you telling me that how i know to win like how, like the method i know to win tournaments is wrong that's what you're saying you know when you're sitting there like hey why are we playing fucking 12 hours a day you know I'm like hey because i've won 30 plus doing it yeah and and that to me is just sort of i don't know that that's sort of the root for a lot of the drama right but at the end of the day i've always been like man gameplay wise i want you to fucking roast me if i'm terrible like pull no punches and i listen and it's like people only only want to talk about like my me to them right mm -hmm. but they never want to mention the fact that hey i'm open to this too like i want you to keep me accountable mm. and i don't know it's i feel like we especially now right I feel like not only the, the fans, the players, maybe the fucking orgs. I doubt. I doubt the. Or I think. I think the orgs might be the only ones who recognize this. Mm. Is that we are world class athletes. Mm. Don't. Don't. I don't think we're athletes at all. But, well, it's, it's, but it's, it's, you do something that other people can't do. Yeah, exactly. And it's like we're not here to have a laugh. We're not here to put on a show like we're here to win like yeah. this is what we get paid to do this is all we know right and you want to sit there and fuck around all day yeah like no i don't want to no sorry i don't want to play with you i don't want to have anything to do with you mm. if people are talking like that so i i feel like people seriously forget that like players or fans, they forget the fact that, hey, we are the world's best. Yes. Let's fucking act like it. Mm. So you're seeing a lot of the abrasiveness when it comes to uh, teammate drama and stuff you maybe had in the past is a lot to do with your drive um, as a competitor. Maybe some people not seeing you eye to eye on that level. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I would say f it's it's a difference of like, my goals versus their goals mm. they might want to win one championship they might want to uh, you know just make money off salary right for me it's i want to win everything and there's no end in sight mm. so it's it's a difference of goals to me that's that's what i think mm. is is why that happens because there's certain it's funny right like the old complexity team clay you know, Damon, like there's certain people that I get, I get along with really well. Right. Like 
and and bond with and all this stuff but it's like a very small group of people and then the rest just fucking despise me mm. and at the end of the day it's man it's just like i don't care if you can't relate to me because you know i think differently about things than you do greatness isn't supposed to be really yeah exactly it's just not yeah but you speak on clay you speak on karma two guys yeah. who are definitely on the top of the list within a at minimum top five of everyone's lists um clearly you guys have a similar mindset coming in um with the whole clay situation i kind of you know you bring him bring him up so it's kind of a perfect segue to ask but uh on that new york team yeah there seems to be a lot of different uh, variations and and different viewpoints to the story of what happened. How do you see it from your angle of what happened with that team? Well, so first of all, it was probably the worst year. Me or Clay, probably Neptune too, Hydra. Like literally everyone involved that year. Maybe not so much towards the end. Um, but, you know, we talked about it, right? At the end of the day, no one wants to look at it from my perspective or, you know, or Clay's perspective. You have to take both into account. Mm. And it wasn't a matter of like, hey, you're bad, you're good, or boys were enemies, right? It was a matter of like survival. Mm. So, you know, it all sort of started when you know, we kept losing. Yeah. We couldn't fucking win. We won like what one series over over half the year. Wow. It was or maybe it was like three. Either way, we were we were going to events to get six owed. Like something had to change, right? Yeah. And both me and Clay sort of knew like, hey, there's, a, there's an elephant in the room, and the elephant is age. Mm. You know, we're both, too, we're both too old to be on the same team, right? And I don't know. It's like I get flack for that situation, but it was like, man, I didn't even bring it up. What do you mean? I didn't. I mean, like, I was not the one who brought up, like, hey, one of us has to go. What? I, I don't even know where it came from, but at the end of the day, it's like that's whether it was Clay or the org or Paco or – this and that, it doesn't matter, right? But both of us knew that like, hey, one of us had to go. And and deep down, me and Clay both knew that, mm. you know? So you're saying it's almost a mutual understanding. Yeah, well, it was a mutual understanding between the team, between- But it's unspoken. Individuals, no, no, we, well, we, then we started to speak about it. Mm. And then that's sort of when the, t when the team went from, you know, a pile of shit to this. Uh, everyone just kind of yeah. doing their own thing. So. The best way I can describe it, and we talked about this before. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, which is like, imagine, and everyone watching this, I want you to put, this is sort of for you guys, right? Imagine the thing you care about the most, okay? And then someone came in and said they're going to take it away from you, right? And what did you say? I, like, said, I said family. Yeah, so, and then, and then I gave you the example of, hey, your family's collapsing, your brother goes to you, right? Or maybe your mom, dad, doesn't matter. Says, you or your brother has to go. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, and that choice has to be made. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and you're going to have to... And that's essentially what the, what happened with subliners. Mm. 
was it was a fight for survival on the like on the team. Hmm. So was um I know Clay speaks on it where there was a moments where you were reaching out to the ownership uh kind of tied They fucking hated me way more than Clay. That's again way yeah, more. That's the way, interesting part. That they fucking despised me. He said there was a, a new CEO guy or something yeah. that really didn't like you. Yeah. Um but then you had conversations with them and then do, what do you what is your take on his words that they picked they picked him to drop because if you had got dropped it would have been more of a social media backlash no do you agree with that no it it ha i mean i can't speak for that mm. i don't know i i mean either way there was going to be one you know, <laughs> me, me or clay either way um at the end of the day it was it was more of like the team wanted me um the owners wanted me gone mm. they wanted me gone um, and I'm like sitting there like, dude, and one of the, the Oregoners, so the, that new guy that came in. Yeah, right? the new CEO. Yeah. I don't know if he's still there at the end of the day. I don't have a problem with him personally, like as a person, mm -hmm. but I mean, dude, you're a book author, which is, that's what he was, right? Mm. Deciding our COD team. Yeah, it's a very weird. Like, yeah, I'm like, dude, I, 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 I think you're funny as hell, even, right? But <laughs> you want to admit you want to decide our COD team. Did so? Did did so? Did Gersh really have a say in this? Team? Yes. Are you joking? No. Where? Okay. They where asked did, Gersh. They really. That's a real thing. They asked Gersh. They asked Gersh who should be on the team and who yeah. shouldn't. Yep. And then what about the flip? The 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 change from Bobble to uh, D real. How did that come um, about? That was sort of, that was, I mean, then, yeah, then there was whole. Well, just all these moving parts. I, I, around, I don't yeah. even want to get into that because it's so like the fucking, it's the cherry on top hmm. that was that there was drama between the coaches too. I mean, we had three fucking coaches. Yeah. Um, I didn't really have much of a problem with Bobble, but I had a, I had an issue with, the coaches in the COD League now, right? Mm -hmm. They should be analytical and they should be more mental coaches than anything. Mm. They should be guiding people how to think and how to play, right? But they shouldn't be telling them how to play. So it's like Bobble would be, you know, telling us how to play. But at the end of the day, right? Hindsight. No, it's not even hindsight. I fucking said this a million times to all the coaches. I'm like, dude, we can't win a we can't win a fucking hard point. Yeah. You know? You can tell us as much as you it, want. It, it, We're just it, not winning this shit. It, yeah, it's like I'm like, dude, there's four or five maps total. Yeah. We can't win any of them. Mm. I'm like, your coaching doesn't really matter if we're getting fucking turned on. Right. You know, it's like right now, right now it was like we needed more of a mental coach. So we could fucking shoot straight, you know, so we could, you know, practice hard every single day. And that's sort of what D-Real is. Mm. So speaking on the coaching, I, you bring up an interesting thought of COD coaches. Yeah. Uh, you say that they should be more mental. Mm -hmm. What role right now or what what good or bad do you see currently in the landscape of Call of Duty coaches? All bad. All bad. Not all bad. Don't get me wrong. Right. Um, 
I think there should be more JPs out there. Mm. And it's not really possible. Mm. Because JP is sort of like a data guy that like likes COD. Like yeah, I'm, he's more I, statistical. I, yeah, I've talked telemetry data. So that's like the racing, the, you know, motorsports yeah. data. Right. Right. Like JP is closer to an F1 engineer data guy than he is to like a Call of Duty coach. Mm. You know, luckily, like, and, and that data aspect is sort of very and it's all data on stuff you can't you can't really notice yeah. you know yeah like it's all sort of stuff that goes under the radar it's like hey we you know we had good spawns on this hill but we only got 40 points the usual amount of points is 56 you know it's it's stuff like that where it's like that is needed right you could take specifics instead yeah. of just generals yeah exactly and it, and it's like the I don't know the the me as a player the, it was so difficult to deal with some of the coaches because i'm like dude like how i don't know it, w it was a tough spot because there's you know beef between me and rambo right okay and on empire okay and i'm and and secretly deep down if you if you take my perspective where i beat rambo i don't think he ever beat me like, and now he's the one yelling at me. Yeah. Tell him, like, he's the one disagreeing with me. Right. Like, I realize that sounds, like, egotistical or whatever, right? And I realize, you know, I may be wrong or right, but when it's every single fucking thing I bring up, then I know it's like, hey, this is, you're, you're just arguing, are you, or this personal, yada, yada. But it, it's, it, I still listened, you know, at times. Um, but people don't understand how difficult that is. Mm. Say, and it was the same thing with Bobble, right? Yeah, he's all people you he played. Ne with. Never beat me. Yeah, and it was always difficult to deal with that. Mm. Do you, so, do you, fundamentally, do you think it's yeah. a good idea for ex COD players to become the coaches, or do you disagree with that in a whole? And and, and you, you want more people who well, are outside of it. The shitty thing is, is that the really good COD players become content creators mm. or casters or they'll do something that provides like more of an income right. than doing coaching. Mm. So would you, would you ever be a coach? That's for the right price because it's a lot of work. Mm. You know, it's, it's a lot of work. You kind of, in, in my opinion, and I think the opinion of a lot of fans yeah. kind of abruptly decided to end your career. Yeah. Um, I wanted to know, I'm sure a lot of other people want to know, is what went behind that decision? And were there other offers on the table? Was it more of a choice or were you forced out? Um, so it was a little bit of everything. Uh, it was me sort of deciding it was my last year. And I sort of decided that because of my left thumb. What do you um, mean? Like it's 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 the tendons are gone. It's oh. sort of like the I can do I can push down, mm -hmm. right? But I can't come up, and it's past the point of pain. Like it's just dull, numb. 
Okay. So it was uh, it was sort of that because I'm like, hey, I'm sort of a liability every day. You know, I wish I could play more. I need to play more. Uh, sort of letting everyone down by not doing more. Right. Um, but I'm limited physically. And there was no surgeries or anything that could no, be done? No, no. I mean, it, I saw a hand doctor like way, way back, uh -huh. IW. Uh -huh. um, and it was like one of the top ones in the country. It was in like downtown Chicago. And they were like, yeah, we, they ran tests. Like, you're so far above average that our only advice to you would be to play less. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I can't fucking do that. Yeah, I don't have a choice. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, and that was that was after Black Ops Three Champs. That was when played the whole fucking year. Formula One and me dropped. Mm. Um, so essentially, you knew you you were already dealing with this for years on end. The stomach, oh, yeah. the stomach issue. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't fucking. That was IW. IW year. So yeah. then, yeah, we fast forward to to you know the time oh, yeah, you decided to retire. You're saying that year you kind of already went into the year knowing, planning to retire. Yeah, that yeah, subliners here. Huh. Yeah. But I was like uh didn't really share with anyone though, huh? No, I shared it with the team. That was it. Mm. Um and I don't know. It was just like, man, I'm getting older. Okay. Tough to communicate with people. Not relating um, so much yeah, to yeah. the younger guys and stuff like that. Yeah, I I'm like mentally and, you know, cognitive function like i know what i know what's right i know what's wrong i know it's like the good play the bad play right all that stuff but it's like i physically can't do that mm. um and and so that was sort of my reason for wanting wanting to retire right do you feel in the way you retired um there wasn't much of a celebration of you until much later yeah. when a lot of people called upon that's another point so <laughs> how do you feel do you feel disrespected by the league and the corporate the corporate side of things for not Let's just say this, putting right? it forward so after what i just said yeah right yeah you know half the people are probably sitting there yeah he's fucking lying right mm -hmm. why did i get nothing like i got no celebration not even a fucking tweet yeah. I got nothing when I retired. Right? <laughs> Unless something was going on, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah. Like it, it like that makes zero fucking sense. Yeah. Unless there's something else going on. Like my proof is the fact that they literally did nothing for me when I retired. Right. That is my actual proof. And it's like other than that like like it's not serious enough or I don't care enough anymore to actually pursue it or do this and that. At the end of the day, I mean, that whole shit is, to me, it's a sinking ship and they know it. Mm. So it's whatever. I'm like, it's whatever. But you talking about CDL, yeah? Yeah. Mm. But, well, not even just CDL. It's like esports is really tough right now. Not even just esports. The whole fucking U.S. Mm. Like shit's, right, right. Yeah, shit's not going well. Right. Um, would you would you would you say, uh, bouncing off of that, is there a route specifically? I'll say COD and esports in general because now you're in mult, you're in a different one as well. Uh, yeah. Is there a path to profitability in your opinion? For esports, yeah. Content, if that. Content. I mean, dude, it's tough because 
we're in a different era, right? Mm-hmm. There was the big wave that sort of got bigger, blew up. Then there was the, you know, selling point where orgs sold to people with deep pockets. Yeah. Make a lot of money, right? Now those people with deep pockets aren't finding a buyer for their teams, mm-hmm. right? And then they're telling all their buddies about it. Mm. So kind of like poisoning the air. Yeah, so it's like... It's, it's a weird spot because... Man, I don't know. That's a question I'd have to think about. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I'm, I feel like that's a deeper question than just... Like, like maybe not now, maybe not in the next five years. Maybe yeah. it might be profitable again in 20 years right? or so, but... Somehow, I mean, the NBA and a lot of, a lot of brands yeah. were very unprofitable for like 20 to 40 yeah, years. exactly. Um, but I would say if I, if I could put my only two cents on it, I would say people have to invest in storylines. Yeah. It's like the UFC. Yeah. You know, every person you see, whether it's Covington, whether it's Adesanya, there's a storyline to them. There's a whole arc about them that everyone knows about. There's media behind it. I think that's something where... No, not many esports. I think almost no esport really thrives on. They don't really yeah. care about the drama of it all. Yeah, the drama. I mean, you being here post play yeah. is already the drama. So like, look at look at how that's already something there. Yeah, there's something to it. Um, the 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 content. The only real money that could be made mm-hmm. would be just, you know, stuff like this. Yeah, that's org ran, right? But you have to get like a lot of views. Yeah. to make a lot of money off ads because at the end of the day like you're producing something you're not really selling it right right yeah. i have to they have to want to come to me in a sense. yeah because yeah. esports revolves around you know it's like i think in esports if you're selling a product right as a as a team like nade sort of the the fact that they they had a downsize they had a downscale yeah right when they got their own fucking energy drink mm-hmm they got apparel lines that sell out instantly. Yeah, that people wait for like a day. Yeah, so it's like a midnight release of Halo Two. People are waiting right now for the keyboard. Yeah, yeah, literally right now. Yeah, and it's like they—you're telling me they had a downscale, right? And if they're hurting, imagine what else is going on. Right. So, in in some in some world, I know you, you, we touched on that, but in some world, do you ever see yourself um, being able to make amends with the Call of Duty? Community, I guess. Um, I honestly, man, truthfully, yeah, I don't really want to. Mm. Um, I don't really have anything against even even those orgs, right? The way I see it now is those orgs did me a favor. You know, now I'm actually genuinely fucking happy. Mm. Like, I'm doing something I enjoy, right? I don't have stress, you know? Uh, I'm I'm literally... They just bumped me from one passion to another. Mm. And, like, at the end of the day, I don't... If people don't want to look at things logically or take my perspective into account, right, then... I'm not going to look at them logically either, you know? Yeah. I don't like I don't want to understand their take if they can't understand my shoes. Right. You know? Yeah. And to me the doing sim racing stuff and just seeing the 
they're normal people. Yeah. You know, they're not, you know, basement dwellers <laughs> like, like, like half the pro league right now. Right. Um, but they're just, they're more mature. I feel myself maturing, like, by the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's way less drama. I think the biggest drama incident, besides probably this, you know, but besides that, it was, like, literally just roasting Haggy on Twitter. <laughs> but it was like a joke. Yeah. I'm like, you know, DM him on the side, like, yo, Haggy, you are an idiot. And he's like, you're a bigger idiot. And he just shit, just bullshit. And like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's never that serious. Yeah, but know. I haven't, dude, I haven't caused any drama like that fucking for a minute. Shoot. And, and it, I actually, this might be the, this might stir some things up. Well, I mean, at the you end were of waiting the day, for some at drama. At the end of the day, this is like the one place where I can fully tell that story. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. I I, I want you I to mean, be I as mean, open, yeah. honest. Yeah, that's why I yeah. made the space. And at the end of the day, it's it's interesting, right? Is people sort of call me crazy, liar, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm the one on stream that's myself. Mm. I'm the one in fucking YouTube videos, not acting. Mm. I'm like. Would you say that I'm probably one of the most realist pros? Like, I've never put on some facade or acted a certain way or... Your your outspokenness speaks for itself. Yeah. Because someone who's not honest and not themselves can't be that way. Yeah. It just... It's like, I'm still like the... Like, I've won so much money, made so much money. Someone gifts, you know, a sub. I'm not sitting there jumping up and down for joy you know i'm not that's that is fucking acting you know yeah like when when a millionaire gets two dollars like and they're sitting there yeah thank you so much appreciate it dude <laughs> fucking love you man that's acting. you're doing it pretty well not gonna that's lie fucking acting you can step it in there man you, you yeah. might get a couple more more two dollars every time you yeah, do that but uh, that's straight up acting yeah right and and it's so fun it's so ironic to me that like I'm sort of known as like, at least with the people that dislike me. Sure. They're like, he's a bullshitter. I'm sitting there like, dude, I might be the fucking only one who's not. Mm. Like, on on this topic, there's so many directions to go, man. But oh yeah, on this topic, on narratives, uh, I asked Clay a similar question. I have, mm-hmm. I wanted one for you as well. Um, how do you control and maneuver? The narratives that build up online, uh, especially when it comes to you, one you know, I'm sure there was some narrative of you winning a lot, and then falling the fall off narrative, the you're a menace, like you oh you're a liar, yeah. um, just oh you're a mean guy, just random thing. Yeah. How do you how do you manage the narratives that exist in the community? I don't. Um, that's that's the one thing I don't have, right? Scump Clay formal fuck even not so much Damon but all these people have the one thing in common is they have diehard fans mm-hmm. right right and for me I'm like I've said a whole bunch I'm like yo be yourself like be yourself like don't I uh, like I don't like that you know like if you got a shrine of me in your closet like 
tear. I'm the one to tell you tear it down. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a human being, right? I yeah. make mistakes. I'm not some god in your head. I'm literally just like you or anyone else, right? I just happen to be good at Call of Duty. That's very interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, reflection coming from someone that's the greatest or something. Yeah, it, well, it's just like I'm. I've always been very open to like, hey, you can be a fan of me, right? I can say something that you'll disagree with, right? Let's talk about it, mm. you know? But but nowadays, man, it's just like, dude, just constant, not nowadays, I'd say last five years. Yeah. It's just constant, like, I don't know. It's like there's not even conversations to be had about some of the takes. What do you mean? What do you mean there's no conversation to be had? So, like, one of the, I mean, let's just talk about the other elephant. Yeah, we hit the nails on the head. Like Skump retiring, Mm. right? I have all of my accolades. Every single thing is better than his. Except for he has two X Games gold medals. Mm -hmm. And I have one, Mm -hmm. right? That That is it. And there wants and people want to make a debate about that when literally fucking nine out of ten things are better. And you got and you want to debate that. You know? Like that whole debate right there just shows me that like people just want to talk about things or make themselves feel better, right? Cope. Yeah, yeah. Rather they're trying to find a way to cope to say that he's better than me or I'm not the best. You know, I because that whole shitstorm, dude, was like he retired. I'm not gonna lie, I was happy when he did because I realized no one would ever pass me, right? Mm-hmm. And then I see on, I, was, I remember I was driving. I literally screamed like rolled down the window, said, screamed yes. <laughs> I was so fucking happy. Oh yes, and I mean I I like Seth, but at the end of the day, that's. That was the moment where I was like, yeah, you did it. It's my throne. Yeah. It's, I've done what I sort of set out to do and be the greatest COD player ever. Now no one will pass me. Right. Is it a matter of friendly competition or does some of the drama of that that dynasty team continue? He'll probably laugh at that. Really? You know, he'll probably laugh at the fact that. I was happy when he celebrated. He, he'll probably be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you know? Did you guys like, communicate at all about it or no? No, I had no idea. No? Um, but yeah, I get home and people are debating or saying he's the best. He's the GOAT. Yeah. And I'm sitting there at this point still, like, still had no retirement video. No post. Nothing. And they did it It's like I dropped off the face of the planet and people are getting... They did it all out for him, basically, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I got the tattoo because I'm like, no one. If no one's gonna recognize what I did, mm-hmm. at least I will every time I look down. Mm-hmm. Do you find a difference between the greatest and the most iconic? No, I mean Seth's definitely had a bigger impact on Call of Duty, yeah, and competitive Call of Duty. But when you talk about the greatest player, yeah, there should be no debate. Like, and I'm even, and I'm saying that, bro, like, if I'm in Seth's shoes, I'd be like, yeah, there's no fucking debate. 
And I mean, he's even said it. I, I think I think yeah. there have been times where they've clipped him. But yet, too. Yeah. And, and here's the most annoying part is like, I know that's what Seth thinks. I know that's what, you know, we've talked about, right? Um, and yet there's still a fucking discussion. Yeah, it's the there's little, still the ba- a debate. It's, it's the Reddit basement. It's, it's, it's literally every three weeks. There's a fucking debate about it. Yeah, the top five lists and all Dude, that. Dude, half like it's twice a month. I wake up on Sunday, seeing a fucking GG breaking point. Who's who's the best? <laughs> fucking mentions are ruined for a day and I'm sitting there like dude just let me die in peace let me windle away in peace man like like let me do my racing thing without having to fucking deal with this and something's not possible bro you're the greatest call of duty player of all time no it's not no, possible to no, step away I, even yeah, from it no matter that what you fair. do yeah. that is fair but it's just like I, I feel like there shouldn't be a, a debate separately from the debate what were your thoughts on him retiring ab- abruptly I thought it was crazy. Really? Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, either. You, are you guys? Do you guys talk at all? Or friendly at all? Or no? Uh, sort of. I mean, talked a little bit around the retirement. Went to his July Fourth thing. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, other than that, I don't really talk to to many people around here. Generally. Yeah. So I, I probably talk to like car and like LARPing shooting buddies more than gamers now. Really? Yeah. In terms of like, I mean, from Seth to the uh, Optic Dynasty time, uh, mm-hmm. how do you reflect on that time for yourself personally and just as a team overall? Um, it was a great time, the Optic Dynasty. Um, it was. I don't. I'm. I'm surprised. We, in my opinion, we should have had less success. Hmm. Because we really, in my opinion, we weren't working all that hard. Hmm. In terms of like the actual competition. Right. Right. Like the practice put in. Yeah. Like it was sort of like. Like we won tournaments just scrimming. Like, we'd scrim, we'd go to the gym, we'd come home and play CSGO all night, and we'd still win. There's just that much of a gap yeah. in talent. Like, nowadays, you can't fucking do that. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, even even back then, like, we shouldn't have been able to do that. Do you, no. do you, do you find yourself that you were also, like, for a small time of that, complacent as well with what was happening for a oh, bit? Oh, 100%. Okay, so you wouldn't say you were like fighting the grain. No, I that was like the one time in my career where it was like I look back at it with a little bit of regret. Mm. Um, not from like, hey, like people always think I look back at it like I hate optic, yeah, or I hate scump or hate this, hate that, yeah. right? No, I hate myself for that time because. Yeah we were fucking goofing off and I was, and I was like, and we we're still winning, but we weren't winning everything. That team could have won everything. That's what Mike, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. And if you and, guys put in that time. You think you, it would yeah. Have been and I wasn't, close? I wasn't there to keep them in check. Like, I wasn't there to keep me in check, mm. you know? Yeah. Like I'd be like goofing off playing CSGO with them. Yeah. Go, like go to the gym with them. Mm. And, that that was it's one of it's not my biggest regret, um, but it is 
like probably top three. What's your biggest regret competing? <sighs> you said it's not, so now I got to pry a little I've bit. I've thought about it. Yeah. Now? Sure. As a... Speaking of, in terms of right now. Yeah, looking back. It's, it's funny, right? It's probably joining Optic. What? But not, not, not because of that dynasty. Oh, okay. Right? Not because of anything you would think of, right? So I need like everyone's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, right. I'm talking about like right now, doing sim racing. Like I don't like everyone sort of just left me, right? Hmm. So like before Optic, I had 200k on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, I was doing content before Optic, right? People were fans of more than just Crim6. They were fans of Ian Porter. Yeah. Right? And now I'm seeing that, like, I lost all the all of that. It's mm-hmm. gone. Because Dude, I put love, up incredible... Optic more than I you. put up incredible... Oh, well, not just Optic. My teams or my persona or maybe my game... Or not, not my persona. Well, alias. Sure. Crim6. Yeah. Right? Um... They might like the gameplay, but there was, there's, I don't know when it happened, but people started liking the things that I can't transfer, you know? Uh-huh. So it's like, I'm doing sim racing and granted, like, yeah, the doing lap after lap alone, it's kind of boring to stream. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's incredibly I mean, different from the fact that I mean, dude, dude, I'm putting out fucking fire ass vlogs. No one's watching. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of like eye-opening to me because mm. I'm like, hey, maybe maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I fucked up. Maybe, you know, pissed off too many people. Yeah. This and that. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that you, it's necessarily um, pissing anyone off or pissing fans off. Yeah, or it, it could be Call of Duty. For, for me, I think in my opinion, it would just yeah. be you... Um, transitioning to a, a whole new thing. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. even from in my personal, much smaller mm-hmm. scale of like stocks to now COD content. Yeah. There was a point when all all the juice was gone. All the yeah. momentum I built up was gone. Yeah. So it was just a very weird feeling when you're kind of left alone. It's like just, that. it's just so many different factors. Yeah. You know, like it could be the YouTube algorithm fucking me. Like that's what's up a lot too. Like it could be a million different things. So, but I've been thinking about that a lot. That's the interesting top regret. But, but I was at the end of the day before that, Right. Yeah, I was. I had people who liked me for me. Yeah, you know, yeah. rather than. And, and and point is like, yeah, I may have lost, may have won a lot less, right? Mm-hmm. But I would have been in a better spot now. Mm. You know, that's what you're saying. So, it's it was like a sacrifice, like a. I don't know. It's like I, the it's like it's like hitting the highest high for the content stuff. Yeah. And then having to come down from there. I mean, yeah. And yeah. being like, damn, that was crazy. At, at the end of the day, like, it, the, if I would have done that, say I never joined Optic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I'd probably be a successful Warzone 2 content creator right now. Mm. You know? Um, but then I would have never had the Optic su- success. Right. So it's always, like, this is why I don't really like to think about the past all that much. Too many what ifs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so basing it off, uh, it's funny. The joining Optic thing is a curveball I never imagined right there. But it's um, I didn't. I didn't also like the fact that like I hated the fact that I goofed off. 
Mm. Like that. That's that's, probably, that's your biggest competitive regret. Yeah, competitive yeah. regret. Yeah. 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 So in that team, um, as as the year started to go on, um, you know there was conversations and some leaks of some drama happening within the team and people uh, kind of, I don't know, there was some uh, personality differences going on as time went on. Yeah. What happened in the Optic Dynasty to break it apart? I got time. <laughs> no, actually... I don't want to talk about that. Okay. I feel like being on Optic is every player's and even now COD content creator's like top pinnacle, right? Yeah. It's like the highest point for a lot of people. It's yeah. usually it's argumentative phase or Optic, but for COD, I say it's Optic. Yeah. Um, what was it like? You know, you speak on uh, the downside of having them behind me, but what was it like in the moment to have that support of the green wall? Uh, it was very different. Mm. It was very different. Uh, the... It was weird. We went from from no one cheering, silence when you win, right, <laughs> to uh, cheering, you know. So that that was great. Uh, all the meeting all the fans, um, you know, it got me sick a couple times doing autograph signings. It's, it's okay, <laughs> yeah. forgive them. Um, but yeah, no, there's met a whole bunch of people. Yeah, that I wouldn't have normally met outside of just. Call of Duty. Met a whole bunch of really cool people. Uh, learned I learned a fuck ton. I always talk about, hey, I learned more just talking to Hector, right, than I did in college about business. Hmm. You know, and I went to college for two years. What's a professor compared to the guy who built this business? Yeah, I'm like, like yeah, exa exactly. Yeah. And it was that, like, learned not just a lot about business, but also, esports, how things really work, um, how to do content, how to, you know, sort of multitask better. Because on Optic, all the players are doing content usually and also competing. And that, that was sort of something that I was like, I, I would do content just for fun. When I was on complexity, right, uh, I would just be bored. Like, you know, let's fucking throw an Xbox 360 out the window. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. just random stuff like that. Um, but the the best thing about Optic though was was it's kind of weird. It was it was it was really really good at times, mm -hmm. but also there it, it, it was a mixture of both. You know, yeah. up and downs. It was life, you know, living it in, and that thing was living in that house mm. or both houses. Um, you know, there was never, if we had beef or something like that over a scrim, we just, I'd fucking walk downstairs or walk upstairs, you know, and just talk it out. You can't get away from it. You're, you're just, yeah, you're, exactly. you're have to address it or yeah, else yeah, it's going to exactly. be weird in the whole house. So, so it's like that house you could any sort of problems that you would have online, it wouldn't be like, yo, talk to him the next day, right? Like you figure it out then and then and now, right? you know, so. Mm. Um, but the content was actually fun. Yeah. The content wasn't just, hey, here's a camera guy you don't know in a dark <laughs> room 
Standing with your fucking arms crossed. Man, why are you describing where you're at right now? Damn, no, son. Uh, you got the natural wood in here. <laughs> um, yeah, it was actually fun. Yeah. Like the insane, Would insane you, uh, ideas and stuff. The, the content, that was by far the, be- the, f- the most fun I had producing the content, like being in the content. Did something stand out to you? It was like a certain moment or time on the team where... Uh, the brisk stuff was fun. The brisk stuff? That was probably the best sponsor activation I've ever seen in esports. Mm. Was that. Okay. It was... It was very... Uh, it was fun for everyone right. across the board. Right. I bet you Hitch even had fun editing it. Yeah. So... It's actually showing some support on Twitter. Like today, he's like, "Keep question," and I was made my heart palpitate a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Out of nowhere, uh, is there a, is there any world where you see yourself coming back to Optic? Um, if they get into racing, they get a car brand man, manufacturer sponsor. Mm. Um, you know, I don't really. I don't really have anything against them. Uh, now, being away from Call of Duty, sort of let all the grudges sort of go. Right. Um, at least, like, emotionally. You know, I might talk about how this happened, that happened, but at the end of the day, it's there's always pros and cons to things. So it's like, I you know, I'm willing to go back, um, but I want to do it with sim racing motorsport like my dream is to race in real life oh to be on the track really? yeah yeah like endurance race in real life like i'm not doing sim racing because i want to play i want to drive virtually right in a game this is just step one mm. you know technically it's step two you'd have to get good first mm. sort of skip that step what's the transition been like from playing cod for 15 years essentially maybe more mm-hmm. um to picking up something brand new still again it's sim racing it but it's still like a video game it's still a game in a sense right yeah what's it like switching after that much time to something completely brand new peaceful peaceful that is not the answer i expected yeah you're alone a lot Mm -hmm. just you car track goal and just driving Mm. like it's different pace yeah there's not so much team involvement involved um, everything's very analytical, right? You got to look at data. You got to do this and that. Uh, it's the best way to describe it is like it's a knowledge-based esport. Mm. So it's similar. It's more sim racing is closer to like League of Legends, Dota, than it would be to FPS. Mm. Everyone wants to talk about reaction times of drivers in F one, yada yada. But it's like at the end of the day that. Driving a car fast is all about getting to do the car to do certain things. Right. Right. And you have to know how to do those certain things. It's it's like a knowledge-based esport based on the fact that, like, you have to know a feeling. You have to, like, you have to do certain things. You have to feel, you know, what what's going on with the car. Yeah. And then you adjust. Mm. And... That's all knowledge. Like the, you know, Max Verstappen could probably be drunk. And I could be just 
four Red Bulls in, two coffees, just did 25 jumping jacks, right? <laughs> and he would still smoke me. Right. Like, or just any of, any of the guys in the, in, the, in the league that are the best, right? They could probably beat me drunk. And I'm by no means bad. Like, now the talking with the coaches and all this stuff, they're like, yeah, you're probably – you're probably top 8% of all sim racers, mm. you know, maybe probably even less. Mm. And sim racers are usually faster than real life racers. Like there's one of the guys on the grid as we're talking about X games, gold medals, mm -hmm. right? Cause he's got a couple, he's, I think he's got a gold and a silver. And he was actually at the, the same X games that we won at. You guys played at? But he was doing uh, rally cross. It's oh. so like the fucking rally cars. Right. And he's in the league. Right. And there's a GT4 world champion. They're on the ground, like actually driving. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. In real life at the X Games. Wow. And he won like gold and silver. It's crazy how it all came, yeah. comes back in a full circle. Yeah. And then there's so GT4 world champion um, or Euro champion. This guy's doing GT3. So like this is all real life. Mm. And they're, they're in the league. Mm. Because real motorsport takes a lot of money to get into is speaking that it's a it's a individualized sport mm -hmm. uh, being an athlete takes a certain kind of dedication a certain, a certain kind of sacrifice yeah is the dedication and commitment in this individualized sport is it different when you don't have anyone to rely on in a sense like no teammates does it feel different mm -hmm. yeah it feels different yeah yeah actually the biggest thing is the fact that I'm just getting shit on. Like I, <laughs> I, I like it, you know. Yeah, forces you to get like, better. Yeah, like the uh, like CS:GO, for example. Mm -hmm. Very difficult. I love that it's difficult. Like after playing Call of Duty, fucking Halo, Battlefield, Rainbow Six, Ghost Recon. Like I've played every single FPS under the sun. Yeah, they're all easy. I can literally go on and, and obliterate anyone. Right. But CSGO. So CSGO is like the one outlier where it's like a legitimate challenge. And and I love like I love CSGO for that reason. So and that's in, what sim racing is. In the argument of controller versus mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Which side do you lie on? Well, Controller is probably just going to get easier and easier. Oh, you think it's going to get basically more sticky aim, basically? Yeah. Mm. Well, the games are going to be more optimized. Mm. So then algorithms will work a lot. Formulas will work a lot better. A lot quicker, a lot faster, cleaner. So so keyboard and mouse is definitely yeah. more difficult. Yeah. Without a doubt. Well, 100%. <laughs> but it's also inferior. The, oh, okay. See, that was the debate I was trying to settle, and then you hit it, and it's an inferior I mean, I mean, by, you know, step one, controller's better. Therefore, mouse and keyboard is less. I thought I had clarity, and I got less clarity right at the end. Right at the last yeah. word of it all. Yeah. <laughs> outside of the game, um, outside of gaming itself, um, what is Ian Porter like outside of the competitor? I would say I'm always, I'm always unserious, like, like goofing off. Mm. 
I'm always joking around, having a good time. My wife tells me, you know, I, I, I wish you were more serious a lot. Um, cause to me, that's like, I take the competing aspects so seriously mm-hmm. that if I keep, you know, turn off the computer, get up and I keep that mentality, right? Like I would go insane. Mm. I would crumble. I would, it would just be a horrible, it's not sustainable. Yeah. So outside the game, you know, I'm, I'm always having a good time. Um, Jesus. Always, you know, chilling, doing whatever. Uh, but I, I don't take things seriously mm. outside the game. Very calm. Yeah. Calm, cool, collective. Calm, but also just looking for a good time. Like, like I'm probably... I'm like the happiest drunk ever. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I feel like, you know, if if I was just serious 24-7, I'd be the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would, no one would fuck with me at all. Like, I wouldn't even fuck with me. Mm. So. I get you. Yeah. And then, uh, in a natural, natural facet there, it's like, um, the personality you've adopted as Crim Six, yeah, and then you being yourself outside of things, mm-hmm. has it ever, does it ever has it ever affected any like family relationship or personal friendships in, in that way? Family, even friendships of like even friendships within the within COD gamers and stuff like um, people not be able to separate you from the personality. Um. Yeah. I would say that, I don't know. I've always sort of been sort of individual, individualistic. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even even with my family. I mean, my family's like that, too. Okay. Like, my, my parents are choosing it. They're driving around the Arctic Circle right now. Just for fun? Yeah. Nice. In a, in a fucking... <laughs> An off-roading car and like a little camper. That's kind of cool. And just getting away from people, exploring the world, right? Like I've been sort of into that. Like I'd rather do that, right, than go on a vacation to Cabo with Mm. friends, right? Mm. I'd rather drive around alone to a place I've never been, a place no one goes, Mm. right, than go, you know, doggy paddle with my boy, like... I'd fuck that. I want. I want. I want to do something cool, like yeah. something crazy, some some stuff that like people don't do. And I think that's what. Why I always prefer not prefer it. Always just ends up, you know, just me doing it. If anyone ever asks, so. if you ever ask me to go on an adventure, I'm saying no. Just know that. Oh, dude. Absolutely no. I'm not going to be on your shenanigans of. I'm going to end up on a top of a mountain trying to climb it. I mean, hey, I mean, can't do it. I mean, dude, I spent three weeks in Europe, pretty much alone. <laughs> We were um, just chilling around this. Well, it wasn't, it no? wasn't even alone. I spent, I met up with like random people at every single place. Mm. Um, you know, whether it was like acquaintance from one time, you know, but it, it, it wasn't alone, but the, the trip was alone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I knew it'd be, it'd be some, some fire content. So, well, and, and plus it was 
whole bunch of bucket list things. Yeah, yeah. Just being, being there, yeah. And you had no one telling, no one trying to pull you away from what you exactly wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. After everything's said and done, yep. um, racing, Call of Duty, everything, yep. um, what do you want your legacy to be? I would say the old version of me would answer that question. This version of me now, I don't care. Hmm. Cause, Beyond you. Yeah, because to me, like, it's all the opinions of people that I don't know. Hmm. Um, probably never met, will ever meet. Like, I'm at peace with, with myself and what I've accomplished. So whether they can talk about it, whether they can reach a conclusion, right? Doesn't matter mm. to me. Like that's, to me, that's all in the past. And it's like, uh, there's still stuff I want to do. And I don't want to think about it. You know, I don't want to think about it, but I truly now, like, it doesn't affect me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry about it. Because at the end of the, at the end of the day, like there wasn't really that many people defending me in the first place. Yeah. When I did retire, and I mean coming, tell me, eh, Jesus, coming to grips with that was very difficult. Mm. But now, but that's put me at a point where it's like the only voice in my head is myself, and I'm not, you know, thinking about what someone else has to say, whether it's against me or for me yeah right it's only you and your thoughts so my legacy like it's there in my head and that's truly the only thing that matters to me about about call of duty anymore mm. you know would if the situation was perfect mm -hmm. and the money was right mm -hmm. would there ever be a return to I call of duty i want to play Never, never on a controller? I mean, I don't want to play. I know for a fact I'd be a really good coach. Mm. A really fucking good one. Um, that'd be, that might be the only thing that I would do. But that'd be like, that's like the last option. <laughs> Truth, truthfully, that's the last option. Right. Because uh, it's glorified babysitting. It is. Would never as a commentator or, or in, in that sense a media a personality commentator personality I would I'd probably do it okay um, yeah coaching managing commentating mainly I'd want to do interviewing at events mm. um, that'd be number one for me yeah that's just fun yeah exactly yeah, um, yeah but playing. What else is there? Off the table for now? Yeah, planes off the table. Hmm. Doing actually multiplayer gameplay content, like creating content around multiplayer. Not for you. I would I would need a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straight up, I would need a therapist. Uh you mentioned some problems with uh Coach Rambo uh when you're on Envy. Uh, I know you saw the drama this year uh, yep. that he had on Optic as well. Is there any 
insight you could give us to his style of coaching or something he does that maybe would kind of tell a little bit more about the story? Yeah, I don't know. The coaching is just from him. It's it's too strict. It's not loose. Mm. It's not like like what I said before. Yeah, like a coach should be guiding your players how to think. Like so, you're constantly adaptable, right? The that's that's the biggest issue with 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 Call of Duty coaching mm. is it's strict, 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 right? But it should be teaching players how to be adaptable and how to think, right? Mm. Like if, if you see this, you do this, right? Yeah. That's strict, right? But if I'm a coach, I'd be like, if you see this, right, what are your options? Then you reply, right? What do you think is the best one? That's sort of how you, he was coaching. Mm. Um, a little too strict. Yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, that would be it, though. But it was weird because year one Empire, right? Mm. He was godlike. Mm. He he was providing that 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 story route to, like, hey, Money Hill on this map, we have good spawns. Like, 89%. It, this was, like, actual numbers, I remember. And then we're like, okay. Then we started talking as a team. We figured it out. Yeah, you adjusted. You started realizing yeah, what's happening in scrims exactly. and all that stuff. And, he and pointed us in the right fucking direction. Yeah. Identified to, identified yeah. a result of problem. Yeah. Now it's the player's job to get to the end. Yeah. So year one, he did that. But then year two, he was he was a dictator. Something just happened. Yeah. Mm. So. Was it? Was it? And granted, our team was sort of in shambles, too. So, I mean. Yeah. It's always, I always, people think I don't switch perspectives when I talk about things, but I'm constantly doing that. Mm. Like, at the end of the day, our team was in shambles. We, there was a lack of trust. We went from winning five of nine to now we're, like, 0 for 3. Yeah. People at that point started losing their shit. Yeah, losing confidence. So and it wasn't just Ray. It was everyone, mm. you know. Everyone wanted to fix it, and everyone had their own ideas, their own thought process and shit, so... It's it's always, you know, it's always a, a, a group effort when things go wrong. Yeah. You can't, it's always, you can't pinpoint one guy. Yeah, exactly. And it's always a group effort when things go right, too. Mm. So. Okay. Got to look at it from both ends like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's your favorite championship you won? Gfinity won. Gfinity won. Mm-hmm. Why, was that, why does that stand out to you? Because that was the first tournament I won back-to-back. Mm. That was my second one. So that just felt some uh, different different it was, level? It was eye-opening. Because, so a lot of people don't know this, right? The I played esports video games professionally since I was fucking 13, right? What? I didn't win till I was 21. What? Yeah. My My first pro event was third place. COD 4, uh, I was 13. Wow. So I spent eight years, well, seven years, right? It was around that range. I spent that long losing. Chasing. Yes, exactly. Wow. So people want to talk about, you know, he's too strict, he's a dick, he's an asshole. None of them, no one spent eight years losing. Right? Yeah. Half of them haven't even played for four years. 
Yeah. But I literally lost for eight years straight. And the moment I won one, it was incredible. But the moment I won two, I realized like I'm I'm different than who I was. Mm. You know? Yeah. And not only am I different, but now I'm now I'm the type of player person that I can do this consistently. I don't have to stop. It was we just won two tournaments back to back. And I'm not going back to that losing shit mm. anymore. So that that was the standout right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that was when it was like that extra drive and motivation just went to overdrive. The mindset. The mindset yeah. really changed. Yeah. The winning. The winning was the spark I, that I needed. Yeah. Because I went from like absolute worst. I mean, Frag Cup was online, but to win two back to back in person, that was a lot better. Mm. Like, but the. I always won those two, and it was just on top of the world. The world, know? the world championships didn't feel the same. No, the world championships. The <sighs> complexity one was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was just, I was legitimately like, I wasn't celebrating. I was emotionless because I was kind of pissed. Why? Because I was looking for a fight. Like I was looking for a battle. Oh, and it was just like we just showed up and stomped. It just it, it felt too easy. Yeah, I was like, I I would rather win a three two match, go the distance, than win three zero. Mm. Like ultimately, I'm gonna look back at it like, yo, that was a fucking a good fight. Yeah, it was a grinder. Yeah, exactly. It's like those are the ones that make you feel sort of alive as a competitor. Right. And as a player, like you will always remember those. You'll never remember the three O's. So that complex that, that complexity one wasn't actually your favorite chip. I'm assuming automatically. No, because we literally prepared so much for it just to beat them in. I think it was like 32 minutes, something like on that. and off. Yeah. So what was your favorite chip? Well, no, Gfinity two. Oh, Gfinity. Or G Gfinity one. Sorry. Mm, okay. That was that was just the second one. What was it like winning at home? Third though? one. What was it like winning at home? Oh, on Empire? Yeah, was that weird? Was that an no, odd feeling? No, I fucking love that, dude. <laughs> Clay said it was. Clay actually said it was like the weirdest feeling. He just was like, didn't know what to do, and this girl walked in, and that was just the end of it. How did you react oh, to winning dude, the chip? I literally went out and did like a little. We won. Us screaming and shit. Mm -hmm. Um. Went out on the front porch, and literally did like a cross between the, like a suey. And like a fucking Super Saiyan, <laughs> I literally just went out there and just screamed like full that. blast. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Because that was getting dropped from Optic, and then having the whole point four KD mm -hmm. slander, mm -hmm. all that shit. When it's like, yeah, all of it wasn't even fucking true. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't think I, I don't, I don't remember. I might be wrong, but I don't think I ever had a point four. Like that was literally made up, and you're and and yeah. unless like, unless it's like one individual series, and it's and and it's so crazy, right? Because people probably think that actually happened, based yeah. off the slander and rumors, the random and, narratives, and the amount of like, you know, optic supporters, right, yeah. and just followers. Yeah. Um, so when I got dropped, I 
Like, I'm mentally a tough person, but I will flat out say this, is that when you get, like, probably 10,000 tweets a month of people telling you you're terrible, you're washed, quit, fuck you, you costed, all that shit. When you get, I literally, there was, like, first month, it was literally 10,000 tweets. Mm. Every time I loaded up Twitter, there'd be, like, five to ten. Yeah, nobody's full, basically. Yeah. And so that was like before that year, that was like my lowest point. Right. My career. Right. Mm. So that one's a gratifying one then. Yeah. That one, even though it was online, money's whatever. But for what it did for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's more for you personally. Yeah. And you can see it in the fucking gameplay too. The best series, maybe all year, was that series versus versus phase. Right. In the final. Right. So. All right. We're. I want to keep talking, but we're getting towards the end of recording time. Literally, I have available. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do the exclusive final questions. Okay. But, wow, I feel like I could do a whole other pod with you. Just mm-hmm. saying. But we're just caught up here. Yep. <laughs> um, these questions are the exclusive final questions. They are passed on from James Lipton on a show called Inside the Actor's Studio. I passed on his tradition because I loved watching the end of his interviews and how people would just react to these questions. So I kind of pass it along. Ian Crimsix Porter. What is your favorite word? Win. Win? Yeah. W-I-N. W-I-N. Makes sense. What's your least favorite word? Lose. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you're going to catch me off guard with this one. Uh, what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? What do you mean by that? What does that mean? What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? What gets you going? Oh, um, probably integrity. Mm. Mm. What turns you off? Opposite. Dishonesty. Dishonesty, yeah. Mm. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> okay. What sound or noise do you love? What did I say again? Big someone. I don't think I... Your wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I got a different answer now. No, 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 no. I'll just say it again. Um, disclaimer, the SD card ran out. But, uh... <laughs> um, no, I said... I said my wife saying my name is the best voice and the worst or sound and the worst is our little toy poodle barking. Okay. 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 What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? So not include anything can do esports related or, you know, you mentioned earlier you wanted racing, not racing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Being a pilot. Okay. What profession would you not like to do? A lot, <laughs> a lot of things. Um, I w- would probably just say anything I'm not passionate about. I feel like an answer that a lot of people, especially gamers, gave was uh, office jobs, white collar, like, just like the monotonous day to day, same routine jobs. Yeah. Anything I like mean, that. the thing is, an office job, it can be 
it could be not boring. Mm. Like an office job in esports wouldn't be all that bad. Could be kind of fun. Yes, and and it's all about like like dude. I've seen the phase office. I've seen the envy office. Those offices are fucking cool. <laughs> like like like. Uh, so I would have to say just anything I'm not passionate about, uh, which would probably be a lot of fucking things. Just a lot of jobs, basically. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the, yeah something that I don't like to do. Mm. Did you have a, a job outside of gaming in your life? Yeah. What'd you do? Sports Authority. Really? It's like a little sa- a sales fucking rep. UPS. Uh, night shift. Oh, you've done you've done a couple things. I've done Microsoft game testing. That was That's Microsoft the- one was actually the fucking worst. The game testing one? Yeah, because I was doing shit like load up the game. Like, you have a stopwatch, right? Okay. Turn on the console. You're at the dashboard. It was uh, 360, or maybe it was a one. Uh huh. I think I did both. Um, click A over the game. Start the stopwatch. Right when you said, right when it says press X to start. Or and press, your stopwatch. And your stopwatch. Did that for eight hours a day. Here, on like random bullshit like that. So it's not, and, 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 and it was shit on Halo Four. So it's like it's not game testing what people imagine it to be. No, fuck no, not like that at all. No, that was like that's like the game testing where they actually value your opinion, right? Or talk to you about things. But that game testing was like you're doing what a monkey could do. Yeah, and that was <laughs> literally. And I got home, I didn't even want to play video games. Mm. Okay. For this last question, but before uh, we ask that, anything you'd like to say to the fans? You have a lot of them, whether it's, you know, Call of Duty, uh, racing, all of it. What is your final message and where can people find you? What's coming up? What what do you got going on? Um, Well, I would say thank you for supporting me throughout the years, uh, through the good, the bad. Just know that I'm basically the same as you guys. Just maybe a little bit better at Call of Duty. Just the GOAT. Um... But hopefully I brought some insight, some things you didn't really know about on this podcast. And, yeah, I'm doing sim racing now. For those of you guys who don't know, uh, stop asking me about coming back to Call of Duty because there's only certain things that I'll come back for, but never as a player. And... Yeah, the sim racing season, ESLR1, starts Thursday. And What's I'm, that date? Thir- uh, Thursday? Thursday is... 29th, 28th? Uh, August 31st. August 31st, yeah. Okay. There it is. 31st. At Crim6. Yep. You know, would follow yeah, them everywhere. I'm going to be streaming it. So they, they allow individual streams. They do? Yeah. Bet. So Why you're actually, it's, you're actually competing too? Yeah. Oh, bet. Okay. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Crim6. Crim6. Um, final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I'm smiling a little too much. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably something like uh, a joke. A joke? I, I would <laughs> God hits you with a dad joke when you come in? No, well, not a dad joke. I would say, like, if God, if I showed up, you know, in heaven, mm-hmm. I see God, and he hits me with the, like, 
Surprise, surprise. You thought you were going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hit me with something like that, I would just, I would be like. You chuckle like, oh, God. I, I would start just fucking dying laughing. Yeah. Like, I think that'd be funny. I think that's a, that's a yeah. good, that's a good way that'd to say That'd probably be the funniest joke. Just the whole. You'd be like. The, the whole situation taken into account. Yeah. That'd be the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and you'd be like, God damn, God, you're funny. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, my bad, God, my bad. <laughs> That's it, guys. That's it. Here with Crim6. Brought you the exclusive. Like, comment, subscribe. Do everything you got to do. And I will see you next time. Comment who you want to see next. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.